Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Uh, right now that we're going to have a conversation about a group that we've had on the air before and that I kind of, I kind of like the sentiment that they're expressing and I appreciate the direction they're taking, but an interesting development yesterday. We've talked about the centerized conservatives on the show before, right? It's a group of pretty prominent conservatives, uh, from right across the country. And it's a group that came together to, as best as I understand it, to try and keep the focus on center-right or centrist policy, which I still firmly believe is where most Canadians actually live. But yesterday they, they announced that the center-ice conservatives will now be called the center-ice Canadians. They've dropped conservatives from their name. Is that a big deal? Some people certainly think so. To walk us through why it happened is Rick Peterson. He was a Conservative Party of Canada leadership candidate in 2017 and 2020, and he is a co-founder of center-ice Canadians. Rick, thank you for joining us once again. Appreciate it. Shay, thank you. Pleasure being here. So in some ways, it's a pretty subtle change. It's one word, right? But at the same time, it's it's notable. Why did you decide to go from center-ice conservatives to center-ice Canadians? We just had a ton of interest, a ton of people calling us saying, like what you're doing, uh, just don't like the jersey you're wearing. Can we come and play with you if uh, if we all agree we're uh, from different camps? And we said, yeah, why not? Why not? We're, we're focused on ideas and issues, uh, Shay, that resonate with majority Canadians and um, the shift was unanimously voted on by our group uh, and passed rather, and uh, we feel real good about it. So we're certainly not, you know, I'm not taking off my conservative jersey, neither is anybody else, but it allows us to broaden and deepen what we're doing. And, you know, I don't know any advocacy group that would uh, that would turn down people that want to join them just because of the name. Okay, a couple of things on that front. First of all, uh, there's a school of thought out there, and you heard this yesterday. I'm not saying anything you yeah. haven't heard, Rick, yeah. that uh, the center ice is no longer occupied by Canadian conservatives. Conservatives aren't in the middle anymore. They've uh, veered off to the right. Is, is that part of it? Is there no home for a centrist conservative anymore? There's a lot of us who qualify as centrist conservatives who are part of the centrist conservative or part of the conservative party. I would, I would say Scott Aitchison in the leadership race, uh, Jean Charest, and the other side as well too. Um, Jay is every one of those candidates does have issues that resonate with mainstream Canadians, right? The debt, security, mm-hmm. jobs, housing, but some of them also have elements that mm, you know what don't. So um, to say that the Conservative Party can't be home for centrists, no. Centrists are there. Centrists are just trying to make their voices heard. But here's something else, Shay, is we get calls from people every day. And my email inbox is from people that names your audience will know that say, you know what, we're liberals, but just aren't comfortable with the way that the Trudeau government has gone really to the left. Right. Love what you're doing. How do we how do we get together with you guys? And and. Our conference, Shay in Edmonton, here two, three weeks ago. Look at look at who came to that, and we didn't speak one word of partisan, conservative or liberal politics. We just talked and got good ideas on the table. So, why not change it to Canadians? We're thrilled. Ninety five percent of our comments are supportive. The, the group from the beginning, the the 
the ultimate goal of the group has always been a little confusing to me. You haven't endorsed candidates. You don't want to get involved in races. Okay, you want to stay sort of independent. So I'm not really sure what the focus is, but it sounds to me, if you're bringing together people from um, the center-right and the center-left who feel disenfranchised by the parties they've long belonged to, does this potentially lead to a new political movement and a new political party? Can I, can I just, um, walk back just a little bit, Shane, make a slight adjustment to your sure. uh, comments here is, 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 um, we're, we're still conservative and we're still each of us individually is every one of us is active in one of the federal conservative leadership campaigns. So just to right, make but the clear, group right? is not coming out and saying, you know, who's best for centers conservatives is candidate X. Yeah, because you know what? It would be hard to get unanimity for everybody. So we can't <laughs> speak as a group, right? I mean, try to, try to herd cats. Right? Yeah, fair enough. So, so uh, point number one. No, point number two. Uh, no, uh, nobody's into this to to to, uh, to create a political party. And and I'm going to tell you something that I've learned. Shay, of great interest to me in the last um, three months here is most people. You probably hear this every day. Most people just feel, mm, you know what? Why would I want to join a, a, a party? I just want to get stuff done. I want to start and belong to movements that can really move the needle on stuff. And, um, you know, political parties, yes, do form governments, but our group, like others that have done before us, can really weigh in and have an interest and uh, move the needle. And so you can do that without being a political party. Trying to organize a federal party in Canada today, Shay, you have to set up 338 EDA association writings mm-hmm. across Canada. I mean, it's just beyond beyond so, what anybody that I know wants to do, right? How does the work do its, or the group do its work? How, how, what is the, how do you go about uh, trying to affect politics the way that you want to? How does the work happen? Like you say, each of you may pick a candidate you want to endorse, but in terms of what the group does to try and influence public opinion and public perception, how does it happen? You know, just watch. We got, a, we got a few things in the hopper over the next three or four uh, weeks, and uh, what I tell people is, um, you know, watch what we do and don't worry about our name. Watch what we do. And you're going to see things coming. But, Shay, we started this, and you were so kind to get us on your program back in April when we launched. And uh, four months later, we've got a couple thousand people sending us emails, donating a little bit of money here and there. We financed a, uh, a conference that had people from, you know, former Premier BC to Jack Mintz to, you know, people across the country came to this thing and paid their own way and wanted to be here, and the media covered it like it was a major event as it was. So we've already got a platform. Interesting. Okay. So the yeah. name change is just uh, to reflect the fact that you're hearing from people farther afoot than you thought, uh, and it's yeah. not any reflection of any sort of division or the fact that you feel alienated by where the current conservative leadership races are headed. Not at all, no. We've got people on our advisory council. There's a gentleman named Brian Brulot, who uh, is a very strong Pierre Paulev supporter. Um, our executive director uh, has Pierre Paulev, I know, on his um, ballot. And they, to me, that, 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 that says that we're really on the right track, Shay, because if he does become the leader next Saturday, um, it'll be great to have people inside the party whose views are very similar to ours, you know, trying to bend his ear and say, listen, here's kind of what's important. Can you go this way? 
Uh, last one, and then I'll let you get out of here. Uh, yeah. There are some, you know, I've talked to a number of conservative analysts and strategists uh, over the past several months as this campaign has gone on who have said, you know what, people keep talking about Polyev being far right or, or moving away from the center, and that's not accurate. What's more accurate is the fact that he is reflecting the tone of the country, conservatives, but the country, generally speaking. Is there a chance that we've all, those of us who think that a centrist um, position is where most Canadians want to be, have misread it, and the fact is, no, it's it's not a about being centrist it's about being angry and frustrated and he's just reflecting the the tone of the people or do you think there are people out there looking for something like you're offering we wouldn't be around this conversation wouldn't be happening and we wouldn't be drinking out of a fire hose of interest if the latter part of your question wasn't the right answer right um you know what you can have centrist. you know you can tap into anger and boy oh boy provincial leadership race for the ucp talk about that federally there's enough of that as well too people can tell tap into anger and get support. Um, we want to understand that if you're going to do that, you got to pay the price after you're elected, mm-hmm. and that's going to be hard, right? So, you know, you can be in favor of better housing, but you know what? You want to walk with um, the guys from the convoy who clearly are, shouldn't be still in Parliament Hill when they were. You want to be talking about things in a way and thinking that there's a world economic uh, conspiracy to, you know, change milk price or ice cream prices like Les and Lou did yesterday, come on, give us a break, right? Let's let's focus on things that count. Everybody has the right to have their views on this, but the average voter, Shay, as you know very well, when they decide to go to the ballot box, it's, a, it's an ensemble of things that come together and that make them put the X on the right number. Policy is one part of it, but how a candidate makes them feel. And if I'm angry and the candidate's angry. I'm probably going to go that way. And you're right. There is anger out there. So, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. And bottom line is winning a conservative leadership race is a much different, um, challenge than winning a general election. That's what, that's when push comes to shove. Ask Aaron O'Toole and Andrew Shearer. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Rick, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate your time.